0: Everyone, welcome once again to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. I am Dave, and this is Donnie. How's it going, man?
1: Going well. How about with you?
0: It's going great. That's good. Agreed.
1: We got a we got a lot on the show here to do today. We got the Punisher. We got Scott Pilgrim Volume Five versus the Universe. Walking Dead came back.
0: I was hoping you were going to mess up his name and call him Spot Pilgrim.
1: Half oh, yeah, that's five. right. Yeah, uh, from the book.
0: It's, this is the ultimate uh, Valentine's Day episode. I mean, we got that's the true. greatest comic book love story in Scott Pilgrim, and we got a Punisher Valentine's Day titled
1: book. <laughs> yeah, the greatest love story in comic books. That's Punisher.
0: Punisher, yeah. Punisher yeah. and the random witch that he knows from this one issue.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I also had that in my notes too. Before we get into that, though, speaking of love stories and The Punisher, I finished that season of The Punisher, and it's great and you should watch it. But in the first episode, he's he's banging this bartender that he meets, and they're having like a relationship. He's like, oh, I want to like be honest with you. I'll tell you my real name and blah, blah, blah. And then she gets shot in the first episode and goes to the hospital. And um, that's the last you see of her. Like the way they set that up, I figured at the end of the season, he'd be going back and like, you know, hanging out with her and everything. And, you know, at the end of the very end of the show, they have like a, you know, three months later thing. And it's Frank, like sitting in a car or whatever. So, you know, someone's calling him and blah, blah, blah. But instead of going back to this woman, uh he just goes to this meeting between two rival gang mem or two rival gangs uh that he called and set them up and just murders all of them. So <laughs> instead of his love story being about this woman, it's just about him and his love of murder. I think I think that's a that's hmm. that's beautiful. Beautiful and romantic.
0: <laughs> I like that he was playing matchmaker too with the uh gangs. That's sweet.
1: It was. But I feel like that's kind of fucked up. If you. Killing a gang leader, I think that's one thing, but I think if you kill the whole gang, there's like a lot of people in there who probably aren't like that bad of people. They're just, you know, the victim of circumstance. So I thought it was weird that he murdered all of them.
0: It's the old uh, clerks debate where, uh,. They're talking, uh, Dante and Randall are talking about whether or not all the uh, stormtroopers and all the employees on the Death Star deserve to be blown up or not. And it's when you take a job working for the, uh, what are they called in that movie, the Republic or the Empire? Empire? If you work for the Empire, you know there's a chance you're going to get got. So you take it at your own risk. Even if you're just like a, a plumber or a construction worker doing a that for like, your, your wife and kids, you know? Yeah. Take that job at your own risk. So if you're working for a gang boss leader, I mean, you know there's a a 98% chance you're going to get shot or arrested.
1: Well, I think it's different, though. Uh, With a plumber, that's a really high-paying job. It's worth it. But with a gang member, maybe it's just people who are stuck in a certain situation who have trouble getting out.
0: You can... What? Bullshit. No, you can go and get, like, a job as, like, a greeter at Walmart or, like... A grocery store collecting carts, or not? If you're a like teenager, a fast food for, restaurant.
1: Well, yeah, greeter. I mean, that's that's for old people. I think it's not for teenagers. If you're working
0: for a, you're not a teenager. If you're working in a mob, like gang, you're clearly like a mid thirties. Why not? Early forties. What? Something, why you know, dude?
1: to work for a gang? No, you're not. When, you're like young. You're like a teenager, and in your twenties. I don't think you have like old about, like, gang members. Ta- no,
0: I, I'm talking about like a mob. If you're working in the mob for the mob, you're, you're like middle-aged dude.
1: No, he was, he was setting up a gang, like Crips and Bloods, basically. Like Like this type of gang. Yeah. So I think it's fucked up that he's murdering everyone. you like a teenager
0: to like early 20s. Okay.
1: It's you know, what, what can they do? You know, I get it like killing the leaders. Yeah, fuck him. But...
0: If you don't kill them all, then someone, one of the other ones is just going to rise up to the same position. So, I mean, no, you absolutely wipe out everyone.
1: Yeah, I guess. There you go. But Frank Castle, that's his real love interest. It's not this woman in this book. I guess we get, well, I guess that can bring us into, huh? Sure. I mean, uh, well, I was talking about the comic book, actually.
0: I thought you were talking about the lady from the episode.
1: Um, I'm confused. I was talking. Yeah, okay. I was. T- I guess both, both the lady from the episode and the lady from the comic book. The- those are not his true love. His true love is murder and violence. Well, anyway, I guess we can get into it then.
0: Well, do you, do you have like a special drop for? Uh,
1: Scherf- yeah, Valentine's Scherf-
0: have... Day.
1: No, I have this one though. God damn it! Hold then, on. this one. <laughs> No, I didn't make a new drop for that.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: I don't know. It didn't seem worth it eh, to make one. I couldn't think of one. Damn it. Damn it.
0: Oh man. We should have brainstormed about this last week. You should have used, like, uh, Endless Love or, like, some classic, like, 70s or early 80s, like, love song and just over top of it done something stupid saying, like, Giraffe Spentine's Day or whatever the fuck we're calling this
1: episode. <laughs> yeah, probably should have. You just get one of those, uh, like two old songs so that it's they don't have any copyright things yeah that'd be that would be good next year yeah next year we'll we'll plan it out for next year
0: we're gonna start working on it right after we record this
1: yeah we'll make a love year. song we'll make F- a love yeah, song about it
0: make a beautiful love song about it
1: that's right <laughs> a lot of yeah this is i think, anyway, I think scott, yeah. scott pilgrim and and uh punisher fit fit this theme very well
0: absolutely
1: well, let's talk about that Punisher book. It's actually not a book. I fucked up that that was just a single <laughs> issue of. I guess it was a special like one-off thing. So whoops, but I, I think I was okay with it being short. I was. I, I probably would have got kind of bored with it, to be honest. Yeah, um, it was so the that, Punisher, that was... so
0: it is very likely to get boring. Well,
1: well, I don't know, man. Did do you know how many explosions were in that book?
0: <laughs> like eight. <laughs>
1: yeah, shitload of explosions. <laughs> In that book, they're they're blowing up everything. Basically, it's pretty awesome. Frank never looks back at it either. He just keeps walking. So that's how you know he's a true badass.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the <laughs> definition of a badass. Blow shit oh, yeah. up and you just keep walking forward.
1: <laughs> so this book is about Frank Castle meeting up with some, I guess, an ex girlfriend. It must be or ex lover. I'm not really sure who that. I was. didn't
0: bother like looking into this I didn't character. <laughs> I had never heard of her other than for this book, but her name was Suspiria.
1: Yeah, Suspiria, and she she keeps like changing clothes in front of Frank and everything. And I think she changed clothes at least like two or three times in this book, right? A lot of she a lot of sex, a lot
0: of outfits, yeah. Oh
1: yeah, and you you see her making the change too. Uh, at one point, she's changing clothes on a boat, and there's like the boat man, the boat driver, and he's like looking Frank like. Look thank you, Captain. Frank's like, look the other way.
0: I I like that that's your (laughs) you assume Frank Castle has like a deep like growl of a voice. I like to imagine he has like a super high pitched, like I'm trying to think of
1: who (laughs) Like a John John Travolta voice. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Well so I read this comic like a few days ago. And I just finished the show, like, yesterday or the day before, so I, I'm, I'm doing a John Bernthal Punisher voice, because like that's any, the one I any like time more. Anytime he's
0: been depicted on screen, it's always, like, a gravelly-ish voice for the most part, like, super, yeah. like, burly. But i yeah. like, in my mind, I like to picture him as, like, the, like, most effeminate sounding voice possible. <laughs> I don't know why, that just makes him appeal a little bit more to me for some reason.
1: Yeah, if he has a high-pitched voice. Yeah. Oh man, That'd be you gotta cool. give that you gotta give that Punisher series a try, man. You gotta you gotta get into the gruff voice. It's good. I mean,
0: no, I I liked the the Thomas Jane and the Ray Stevenson movie versions. Those were cool. Those were all right.
1: Yeah, I can't remember those. John Bernthal.
0: Travolta was in the one movie though.
1: He was in that movie, yeah, but he wasn't the Punisher. He was the
0: he was the made up bad guy. He was he was some bad guy they made for the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I guess I. John Travolta could be the Punisher. He could be like the Punisher with like the he ponytail. He should be
0: the Punisher. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, he'd basically just be uh, Vic Vega from uh, Pulp Fiction.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But tie his hair in a ponytail, and then it's perfect. Yeah. And since he's a little older now, just, just make the Punisher fat. That'd be funnier, too. That'd be awesome. Has the Punisher ever gotten fat? I feel like he should. Probably not. I think I'm thinking of Steven Seagal and I think that's who what I, I mean, want for the Punisher. That'd be great. I would love that shit. <laughs> that would be just so amazing. I would, watch,
0: I would watch that one. I would watch it.
1: Steven Seagal is the Punisher? Fuck yeah. <laughs> just don't even work out for it. Just, just have him jump on set and just, just start being the Punisher. Just <laughs> at current weight, whatever it is right now. <laughs> Hell oh, yeah. Yes. I need that. Anyway, though. So Suspiria is looking for Frank's help or something like that to find this dude named Herman, the German, who's kidnapping children for nefarious purposes. And
0: you don't you don't know that for sure. He could be kidnapping children for good purposes. It's heavily implied it's nefarious, but they never flat out say it.
1: Well, what what purpose would be a good purpose?
0: I mean, what purpose would be not um, um, to show them the world, you know. <laughs> Welcome them, give them a better life. Maybe they were being raised up wrong, and he wanted to like help them learn right from wrong.
1: Definitely not for molesting them.
0: <laughs> See, that would, that one would be nefarious, yes, but
1: yes, I, I, I think it's more think.
0: of like a, a trafficking, not molesting, sort of thing. But anyway.
1: Oh, so it's like a buying and selling type of thing?
0: Well, like, he had that cage of, like, the 15 kids that they find at the end, so that made Mm -hmm. me think it was sort of a trafficking situation that they were doing.
1: Yeah, that's true. They
0: explained that he'll just hang on to these kids for, like, years, if that's what it takes for the parents to break down and finally pay him. I think.
1: Yeah, Suspiria was looking for them because she, her daughter, was kidnapped by this guy, and they eventually learned that they disposed of the daughter.
0: They sold her off, right?
1: Or was it was it son or daughter? I can't remember now. It was
0: her daughter, but I, I think they do sell her off. So it is trafficking, I believe. Then,
1: oh, it's I think it's just kidnapping because he's just holding them and waiting for the parents to pay money. Well,
0: they got yeah, but they got rid of her, but they didn't kill her. I thought they specifically said he sold her off.
1: Um, I'm not sure. I thought I thought disposed of means killed. It
0: normally does, but I think later on. Oh, she has someone, like, that. actually... The guy who's tied to the bottom of the airplane wheel, I think he finally tells her that they sold her off.
1: Oh, okay, I see. Uh, that that airplane wheel thing, by the way, I thought that was really badass. It
0: would be. I don't know how it's going to actually work.
1: Well, I mean, it's just going to crush him immediately and then rip him apart, I think. No, I mean, like,
0: wouldn't it fuck up, like, the uh, the actual the, wheels, like...
1: <laughs> maybe
0: mechanically, yeah, yeah. i don't know how it's gonna work is what i'm saying
1: yeah that's true they uh like,
0: they're, they're gonna get delayed on the tarmac for like seven hours <laughs> before someone finally just like oh this added weight was from this uh asshole who you tied to the plane everyone has to do board now and uh you're just gonna sit here at the uh food court like assholes
1: <laughs> well, I don't think it was a commercial flight. I think yeah, she was, it, it was very a private. Was not. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fucking uh, one of those like army hangar things. I don't know if anyone's waiting for it here. Hmm. That was one of the better, like, more creative ways to murder somebody. I, I did, I did like it, even if it was probably stupid. That probably like wrecked the plane. Actually, now that you think of it,
0: that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't yeah. think. Well, no, nah, I, don't, I don't know. It probably would. I mean, no, it's going to rip the body in half immediately, probably. There's no yeah, way there's the body would be like, strong enough to hold Oh, up. no.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not going to be like that at all. I, I guess I don't know how sensitive the landing gear is on a plane. I've never really looked into that. But yeah,
0: we're going to have to figure know. this one out.
1: It's points for creativity, though. I, I did like that. I would never have thought to tie someone to the landing gear.
0: No, I would have probably just pushed him out Like uh, yeah. Dave Chappelle from Con Air style Yeah, there you go I'd, I'd write a message on his chest and send it out to my buddy John Cusack Who happens to be driving just below where our plane is flying overhead
1: <laughs> Okay, what else about this book then?
0: The only note I had for this book was the uh, girl's name
1: <laughs> It
0: was It was short and sweet, yeah
1: yeah, I mean, it was really short. I mean, we just met up with Suspiria. I mean,
0: it, it was a single issue, so yeah, yeah, that's why it was so short.
1: Well, yeah. Whoops. So, yeah, I guess I don't have much else to say about it, to be honest. they uh, Suspiria, at the end, I think they decide to split up. She's going to continue looking. Oh, yeah, you're right. She was going to continue looking for a kid, I think, is what she was planning to do after the comic. And I think they kiss in front of the sunset very romantic
0: very romantic oh wait yeah Fred castle wears the uh, suit when they go to uh, rome or greece i forget where it was they went but he's in that uh-huh. suit i like <laughs> I-, I was afraid this was going to be from like the early 90s and it was going to be ponytailed punisher mm-hmm. which is always my most favorite ridiculous punisher look but uh yeah him with this like I don't know how to describe his haircut in this. It's sort of like the ultimate like douchebaggy bro haircut. And it's like slick yeah. back. It kind of reminds me of uh that actor who played on the Iron Fish show who was on Banshee. The he played like the reformed neo-Nazi skinhead who was now a cop on Banshee at the very end of it. He had the haircut oh. kind of like that dude.
1: Okay. I I can't remember what that guy looks like. I uh, I kept thinking yeah. John Travolta, so yeah, there you go. I guess I wouldn't recommend this book. I, I don't think there was much there. It was it was not nothing really stand out about it. Wasn't bloody enough. Uh, TV show Punisher I think overall is more violent. How about you?
0: Uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I'm not a Punisher fan.
1: <laughs> not yet. If you enjoy the
0: Punisher? Yeah, definitely you are in, inching towards fan.
1: that. A huge yeah.
0: Suspiria fan.
1: I think we all are.
0: I came for the Suspiria. I stayed for the story.
1: <laughs> stayed for the Punisher. Yeah. Are you ready for a review? Fuck yeah! All right. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. <laughs> so Amazon had zero reviews for this book, <laughs> but I went to Goodreads.
0: I would have been shocked if you were even able to find it listed on Amazon, since it's like a single one-off.
1: Oh, they they have lots of single one-off things on Amazon. They pretty much have everything. It just depends on how popular it is, whether or not they have reviews. So I only had one review for this one from goodreads.com, and it's a pretty good one. It's a one-star review, thank goodness. It goes like this. With a character as awesomely strong as the Punisher, the addition of partners, for the most part, to any of his tales has a diluting effect, much to the detriment of such when paired with an erstwhile other of the fairer sex for no other reason <laughs> than to force a romantic a romance tinged plot. We've effectively effectively given Punisher Light trademark, instead of the full body product we come to expect first. And Love second. all right. This this guy's trying really hard to make a smart-sounding paragraph, I think.
0: And he's succeeding.
1: Yeah, he's very smart, this guy.
0: You could tell. By the way, he refers to women as the fairer sex.
1: Yeah, the fairer sex. <laughs> Punisher Lights, uh, L-I-T-E, by the way.
0: T-M, oh, trademark. He's yeah. got it like a shitty beer.
1: Well, I think that's what he's talking about, full-body product. All right, anyway, this is kind of a longer review, but I, I, I enjoy it. To go from Enos, or Aaron's, phenomenal writing infused with Dylan's and others blood-bursting illustrations of the most graphic brutality to an essentially quasi-rom-com type of affair is as baffling as it is insulting. So <laughs> a lot of, lot of stuff going on here. Do you know any of these writers, Enos? Yeah, it's the
0: writer of Preacher.
1: Oh really? Okay. Fuck yeah. Oh man. So he wrote this book. This the same guy who wrote Preacher. No, he Pre- didn't write Preacher? this one. Oh maybe. He's saying he to he go from
0: his Punisher yeah. story to this one. I forget what was yeah. the other name he said?
1: Uh Aaron's. And uh the illustration was uh Dylan.
0: Uh I don't know Aaron.
1: Yeah, alright. He's making a lot of references. Alright, anyway.
0: Die Hard Punisher fans will know.
1: They will, yeah. They'll get those. I should know that one. Yeah. You know those. Yeah, definitely, Enos. Mm. yeah. All the more disorienting is to flip from typical Punisher-level violence, some really nasty executions here on one page, and then on to the next, which displays a sappy dialogue befitting of a soap opera. Repeated ad nauseum, within the confines of this shitty one-shot, you will already be nauseous a few pages in. Were you? Were you nauseous a few pages in?
0: No, I actually was able to stomach it all the way through, but I'm a fan of rom com, so
1: <laughs> you're you're a diehard rom com fan.
0: I am. I just watched How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days today.
1: Oh wow, nice! Does it hold I mean, up?
0: Well, I I didn't remember it. I I couldn't remember which one of the movies it was, but it was on HBO, and I caught like the last thirty five minutes of it. There's lots mm-hmm. of uh, basketball talk and go on in the background and plus like his sidekick characters is matt mcconaughey's little buddy <laughs> friends or thomas lennon from like reno Nine One One, and adam goldberg from uh dazed and confused so i was like oh, oh cool nice so okay yeah, it's a solid flick all
1: right all right it holds
0: up it's right up there with punisher
1: who was the star of that movie it's matt
0: mcconaughey and uh kate hudson
1: okay okay
0: i'd read i'd uh, recommend that movie before this book i think
1: I think most people would.
0: Yeah, that is fair.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, almost done here. To use the description of illustrated fecal matter would even be an insult to actual fecal matter, which actually has oh, an guy. important use for the environment. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's really, really trying to find smart, creative ways to insult this book. Unlike the telos of the rectum, Bloody Valentine is an abomination within the Punisher mythos and a perversion without its. Demarcations of the comic book world. Ugh. Did I mention the Punisher smiles at the end? The damn Punisher smiles at the end. Screw this garbage. His last paragraph is screw this garbage. He probably could have just said that. I'd like to
0: imagine that this dude immediately like links to a, <laughs> uh, a webpage where he has like all his fanfic Punisher stories and oh, he yeah. writes himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would love that. I don't,
0: yeah, I don't know how different that would be. It would just be, he kills a bunch of people, it's a bloodbath, the end.
1: Yeah, maybe they, maybe they work together more to kill people. Like, maybe they're holding hands while they're murdering people like him and Suspiria. Oh, that'd be
0: adorable, yeah.
1: I would like that a lot. Alright, anyway, so, that's the Punisher, Bloody Valentine. Speaking of relationships... Scott Pilgrim also has a relationship. In Scott Pilgrim Volume 5 Versus the Universe
0: That was solid, good job
1: Yeah, thank you This one was better than the Punisher Bloody Valentine
0: I agree with that statement
1: (laughs) Alright, well, see you next week
0: Yep, (laughs) we're out
1: (laughs) So this one is Volume 5 And this is the one where he is fighting the twins He's he's on these, on the two evil ex-boyfriend twins.
0: Kadianagi twins.
1: And I kind of, I was wondering about these twins. Are they actually twins?
0: Yeah, I mean, I keep calling them the twins. Ken and Kyle, I think. It's Ken, and I think the other one is called Kyle.
1: Which which I think Kyle is a weird name for a Japanese guy.
0: Not Japanese-Canadian, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. I thought they were from Japan. But they have like a weird cuck relationship, I think, because they're working together a lot because Ramona cheated on both of them. So I was wondering if Ramona cheated on them with each other or if she was dating both of them at the same time and they were cool with it and cheated on them with a third person some at some point. Which one is it? Or which one do you think it is?
0: I think it was each other behind each other's backs. Because if there was okay. a, a third guy, I think he would have been the next evil ex. But the only other remaining evil ex after these two is Gideon.
1: But they seem to be, yeah, I don't know.
0: Unless, unless she never dated this third guy, she just banged him on occasion. Yeah. And did ended amic- amicably when she moved to Canada. I don't know.
1: Uh, who knows?
0: Only only Brian Leo Malley knows.
1: I guess so. But but anyway, I that's why I think that maybe they're not actually twins. Once they started talking about that a little more, and I started thinking about it. And I think they just call each other twins. Maybe they go to like the same haircut stylist or whatever.
0: Why would two brothers <laughs> just call each other their twin brother if they aren't actually twins? Instead of just calling them brothers all the time.
1: But how would you get away with cheating on someone you know i can i can accept like okay you're cheating on somebody but when it's their brother i feel like it'd be hard to cheat on them and date them both at the same time you know it'd be a whole other, like, other level
0: it's always the old like uh bullshit story about like identical twins where you assume like they'll sometimes switch places to like mess around with the other ones like significant other but I don't know how you do that to identical twins that you're dating. That's, that's the really weird part that, like, confuses the shit out of me. So I don't bother wasting time trying to, like, dive into how it would work. Because there's no Why not? The way. I don't know.
1: It's important for the podcast that we dissect this.
0: All right. Well, you figure it out. You start me off then. Like, there's no way they're lying about being twin, identical twin brothers. That's not a thing you can pull off. Why not? Because you look 100% like the other one.
1: Not 100%, they have different hair colors.
0: They have different qualities, and there are some differences, but you're identical twins, so most of what you're working with is the exact same as your brother's. You can't fake that.
1: Well, you could go to the gym or something and try to get the same physique. You know, work up your stats at the gym, like you're in Grand Theft Auto, St. Andreas. To, like, make him, like, a little fatter and be, like, the same size.
0: You can work out in Grand (laughs) Theft Auto to, like, make yourself more ripped.
1: St. Andreas, yeah. (laughs) Dude, Grand Theft Auto St. Andreas was the best one. Because you you could go to the gym and you could just get him, like, really, like, buff and muscular. Or you can keep going to fast food restaurants and make him fat as fuck. That's what I'd do. Yeah, it was great. It's a great game.
0: Or actually, no. I wouldn't waste my. If I were playing that game, I wouldn't waste my time eating even. So I would just like be all sickly, and die of starvation. <laughs> I think he just probably. gets really.
1: He just gets really skinny. He doesn't actually die of starvation, though. But he'll oh. be skinny. All right. I guess you would also have to be twins to learn a move called the double hurricane kick. I thought yeah, that was like, a cool move. You're that not they did. just gonna
0: learn that at the local dojo.
1: Yeah, you have to be twins for that.
0: That's where that twin ESP kicks in. Like, Scotty and Ellen aren't identical twins, but they could do a, a double a hurricane kick.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, they yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's required. If you're a twin, you probably would learn this move. It's pretty cool. They, yeah. like, lock arms back to back and just have a foot out, and then they're just spinning around. It's a great move. It, Unblockable. It's a
0: Twins Day birthright. Yeah. <laughs> you learn it at your first Twins Day event that you attend that your parents force you to go to.
1: Yeah. So, so like you and I, we couldn't we couldn't do this trick we together. We could never could we?
0: pull this off. No, no,
1: no. I don't think we could. It doesn't matter how much training we do; we we just would not be able to pull it off. It'll
0: it'll never come to be. Yeah, we would fail every yeah. single time. We could they we didn't could pull off like the uh, casual acquaintances who have a podcast together, spinning <laughs> fist bump or something like that. but Never the Maybe. double hurricane twin kick.
1: They they also what what were some of their other moves? They had like a double. Fuck, I can't remember what it was. It was just like a punch where they just punch at the same time. Yeah, They had a name for it, but it was like very simple. They should have did the dick face punch. Like one person punches in the face, the other one punches in the dick.
0: Well, no. I mean, if I had a twin brother, I wouldn't waste my time with the dick face punch. That's only my go-to move because I don't have a twin brother to pull off the double hurricane kick with. Oh, that's true. That's a move of desperation that I have to resort to because I don't have a twin to bail me out (laughs) and like do the...
1: Double so you do have two faces fists
0: punch, but yeah, yeah.
1: But you could do a you could do like a double face or a dick face punch. That'd be pretty good. That'd be brutal.
0: Uh, yeah, that would probably kill you on the spot. I would think.
1: Yeah, that's
0: probably why the twins don't pull that one off on the regular. Oh, yeah, they resort to the double hurricane kick so that it doesn't just result in immediate murders.
1: <laughs> Ultra instinct dick face punch.
0: it's the ultimate you you can't block it
1: no you can't you really can't um all right so anyway we're fighting the twins they also have a lot of robots
0: they they have a plethora of robots and uh that's like my favorite running gag of this series was uh because before the first robot fight it's even on the flyers for the show that they randomly agreed to participate in without having, like, practice in months. Mm-hmm. And it's right on the flyer, like, Scott Pilgrim versus a robot. And each fight, there's a bigger, and bigger, and tougher robot that he has to fight.
1: And in in this book, he's basically just doing that in the background while other characters talk to each other. They don't really focus <laughs> on these robot fights.
0: <laughs> like, every single time, Kim like, uh, Kim and Ramona keep chit-chatting and, like, drinking together and, like, hanging out. And uh, the she just uh, explains. She's like, "Oh, he's Scott Pilgrim, he'll handle it. Don't worry, it's fine."
1: And then they just keep casually going about their business. Um. All right, what else is going on here? Oh, oh Scott man. is uh, 24 now.
0: Yeah, he has a birthday.
1: So, does he still go after 17-year-old girls? Do you think?
0: No, he's clearly dating Ramona this entire series or this entire story.
1: I think maybe he's probably still thinking about it, right?
0: No, Knives and uh, Young Neil are dating.
1: How old was he in, in the first volume? I can't remember. 23? Okay. All right, so it's not that much older.
0: But now that he's an old man of 24, he stopped that weird, creepy shit.
1: Did he? Do you think so? I hope. <laughs> well, I, I somehow <laughs> doubt it. I doubt that. Ooh. Scott was wearing a t-shirt that said Fantastic Four and a Half. Well, who's, the, who's the half in the Fantastic Four?
0: Franklin Richards? Reed and Sue's son? Oh, maybe. Maybe it's when Sue finds out she's pregnant for the first time. So, like, you count the as a half?
1: It would be, yeah, that would make sense. Even until, like, the baby reaches the age of 18, it would still count as one half, right?
0: Right, right. It's not a full fantastic member until it's a real adult.
1: Or if you're Scott Pilgrim, until the... Baby reaches the it's age of the... 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, well, how about you? What, 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 what notes did you have about this? Okay, play?
0: so uh, some notes. I like that Ken Kedianagi the first time he actually meets Scott Pilgrim, he refers to him as Spot Pilgrim. Like what a badass dick move, like intentionally fucking up the guy's name. Like obviously mm-hmm. his name is not Spot. That's a dog name. No human being is called Spot ever in the history of human beings. Uh, this is all right. So I don't remember if this is right after Steven Sills comes out, but somewhere along the line of the story, he does come out and he starts dating that guy. I think his name was Joseph. He used to be Kim Pine's friend from work, and they may have been roommates at one point in time. But that that guy who was helping them record the album very early mm-hmm. on, who's very scarcely seen in this issue he and steven yeah. start dating young neil i think is kind of pissed off that he's not hanging out with uh steven as much as he used to be and he calls him captain homo which is kind of oh, cool yeah. his brother that's a cunty move there by young neil
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and uh I-, I like that at one point in time scott pilgrim des- scott describes something as peaches and gravy which that oh means- yeah that's my new favorite go-to to describe something as, I guess, supposed to be good. I don't know. I'm not a fan of peaches myself, but I can't imagine I'm not that with gravy is going to make them any better.
1: You know, with gravy, I feel like it probably would, actually, now that I think about it more. Yeah, if don't you don't like peaches, the peach. then... Yeah, it would. you just okay, have so savory okay, gravy flavor. Yeah, so just gravy. All right, yeah. Yeah, just call it just gravy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever shitty thing plus gravy. Okay, yeah, I guess that makes it good.
1: Right, right. Stephen Stills was Scott Pilgrim's roommate in the first volume, right?
0: No, Wallace. Wallace Wells.
1: Oh, that was Wallace. Okay, okay. I was just trying to get these characters straight. All right. Stephen and young Neil live together. Okay, I I see, I see. Yeah, Stephen is in the band with them, right?
0: Yeah, he's the singer. He's the talented member of the band. (laughs) Right. Stephen did get Scott the job at that restaurant, though. That was Steven who was working with him.
1: Oh, really? Okay, okay, I see. Ramona and Scott are now living together, also. And Ramona has a cat. Cat named so. Gideon. The cat is named Gideon? Yeah. Oh, fuck, okay. Yeah.
0: All, all future pets I'm just going to name after, like, various exes who I had terrible breakups with, I think. Because that seems okay. super healthy. I don't know why... <laughs> She yeah, names exactly. Her, her cat after like her worst breakup of all time.
1: Yeah, that is weird. Wouldn't she wanna is she torturing that cat, maybe? <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Oh uh, man. She yeah, could maybe. Be. Oh fuck. Secretly she just beats the shit out of it.
1: Yeah. When Scott's not looking, she just whacks it on the head. Damn.
0: I do like I do like that Scott after he uh, fucks up and lets the cat out and he accidentally locks his keys to Ramona's place in her house. Yeah. After she disappears, he keeps mm-hmm. trying to catch it with like whatever fish food that people eat, but has the word yeah. fish in the name, like goldfish crackers and like fillet of fish sandwiches.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, cats awesome. do love goldfish crackers. It's true.
0: Well, yeah, it actually showed up for the fish sandwich, but Scott was sleeping and missed his chance to catch it.
1: He's always missing things.
0: Damn, he's sleeping.
1: Yeah, and he mentioned Ramona disappearing. Uh, her head keeps glowing. I, I love that they put people, this out, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like a fourth wall breaking comic book thing. They're like, uh, why is your head glowing when she's like thinking about something that upsets her? And then eventually, she just decides to disappear in the bedroom. So, I
0: don't think she decides
1: to. Well, what was if it? If you then? remember
0: in the movie, she's got the uh, bug implanted, or not bug, but the uh, like tracking beacon thing implanted in the back of her neck. Yeah, I think it could be that. I don't remember if that comes into play in the next volume or not. I haven't read this series in a long time. Yeah. But that would be my guess. Yeah,
1: maybe, yeah, we should continue this one, I guess, since there's only one more.
0: Maybe we will.
1: Yeah. The other thing was... Well, before she disappeared, she was telling Scott that she didn't like his band. So, that, that, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cold.
0: Oh, I mean... Scott does know how bad Sex Boba is. He makes mention of it many a time, but yeah, it's kind of shitty, but she keeps showing up still, and Kim try I think it was Kim who tries to explain to him that she still shows to all your gigs because she's trying to support you. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's nice,
1: at least. Yeah, she's suffering through it. Yeah, but still, if some girl told you that they don't like your podcast, and she would still listen to every episode, how would you feel about this?
0: I'd be like, shit. We actually have a listener other than Chris Bowen. That's
1: awesome. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You're like,
0: girl, I don't even. I barely even waste my time listening to this unless there's nothing else to listen to.
1: <laughs> really? Uh, I, I no, listen to it I every mean, week. I
0: listen to it the second it comes live every Friday morning at midnight <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. When That's I right. see it pop into my subscription uh, feed update on my, you know, you're going to be playlist. up late. Yeah. I immediately download it and listen to it right then and there. Exactly. I'm sure all our other listeners do.
1: Yeah. And me, I do that too. Yeah. Oh, and then one more note I had was that Scott mentioned an X-Men story with Wolverine getting crucified on an X. I was wondering if you'd read that one.
0: No. Um, if it's a real one, I was thinking maybe it was something to do with like the purifiers. That would be my immediate assumption. Because they were the yeah, ones who were trying to like plague the earth of the uh, mutants. They were like the weird religious cult-like group. Yeah. So, so I assume if it's a real storyline, it's got to be something to do with them.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Crucifixions are very religious. Yeah. But that sounds pretty badass. We should check out that, uh, that story at some point.
0: Yeah, because if it's an X Men story based on Wolverine, I'm super into it.
1: <laughs> I I know you are. It's your favorite, your favorite fucking X Men. My favorite
0: character ever. There's not enough of him in their books. That's that's my big problem. My big gripe with Marvel.
1: Yeah, it'd be perfect.
0: They should add him to a couple more teams too, just to like expose him to even a larger audience.
1: Yeah, they should. I mean, people are you know, there's new younger fans coming in. They need to be introduced to Wolverine.
0: Yeah, the the only Wolverine they know is that shitty X23 version. They're missing the real Logan Wolverine. Yeah. Poor 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 bastards. Who had the a Hugh up world of Wolverine. Fuck yeah.
1: That's the real Wolverine.
0: The poor bastards who only know Old Man Logan.
1: Oh yeah. Old Man Logan, the best character. Old Man Deadpool.
0: Fuck. yeah i did pick up old man hawkeye <laughs> god damn it really why are they just, no. are they just making old man <laughs> versions of all their characters god damn it marvel you poor they have old man hawkeye idiots. yeah
1: holy fuck god damn it yep. are we reading that for next week <laughs> i was
0: gonna pick i was gonna pick something else but all right yeah since i have it no no since i have it we're gonna read it okay we'll go old man hawkeye then i was gonna pick hit girl but yeah, we'll go Old Man hawk Oh, okay. I Fuck. <laughs> we'll, we'll, remind me, and I'll save Hit Girl for uh, the next week.
1: All right, yeah, we'll, we'll do that then. Okay. The last note I had about Scott Pilgrim was that they had an ach- achievement unlocked, like uh, an yeah. icon at the bottom of the page. I missed that. I missed those achievements.
0: Well, those are your fun. your shitty uh, PlayStation then and go back I to know, Xbox right? One. That's all you need to do.
1: Why is it not as satisfying with the trophies on the PS4?
0: Because who the fuck wants a trophy? Trophies are like immediately items go into your trash can. Like I don't want a trophy. They just take up shitty space unless they're to like commemorate my bowling skills, which I don't have. So <laughs> I would I would kill for a bowling trophy, but I'm not good enough to earn one on my own merit. You could but, probably I mean, buy trophies one. Trophies just take up space, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't want to buy a trophy. That seems like the saddest thing to do in all of, like, human history.
1: <laughs> uh, it's, you know, I think people do it. Well, yeah, but Get they're your name the
0: of the little kids who play in, like, that soccer league.
1: Maybe that's what it is. Trophies are for participation. That's all they're for. Achievements, though, no, those they're, are real. No, they for
0: placing one to third. First to third. No, those Goodens are medals. are for participation.
1: No, dude. They I've never, I've trophies. never in my
0: life gotten a medal for a sport that I've participated or played in.
1: Well, you've never been in the Olympics, have you? Yeah. <laughs> totally, you've been in the Olympics. You, are you
0: forgetting about my like history in bobsledding? <laughs> I came in Pick third. Figure skating in uh, the yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. 20- so Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Isn't the Winter Olympics happening soon? I don't fucking. know. Or was who, it last who, who year? It might have been last year. Olympics? What do you mean? I love Lunar Olympics. I think they're way more oh. entertaining than the regular Olympics. Yeah, I love that, hockey. man. Like the fucking curling and the fucking hockey. Yeah, speaking of speaking of Canada, by the way, curling. Yeah. The hockey is good. Uh bobsledding is pretty funny. Bobsledding. Figure awesome. skating.
0: Figure skating is gorgeous and graceful. It is. Uh what other things do they have? Um skiing.
1: I like those uh ice skate races too. Those like sprints or whatever that they have to do. With oh yeah, yeah. Skates. Those are, those are cool. pretty hilarious. Yeah, I like, right. I like the Winter I, I Olympics.
0: Re- I just hate the the patriotism that goes along with it.
1: What what patriotism? For the like Olympics you have to in be general.
0: Representing your fucking home country.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, I guess the games are fun. You can play Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympic Games, and it's then you every... can just represent your. Whenever there's a summer, Sonic two series. years
0: after that. So when was the last Summer Olympic?
1: <sighs> I don't remember. I think it was I think it was 2016?
0: Then it should have been uh, last then year. I
1: guess it, yeah, it probably was last year.
0: Well, oh, well, was there it. one last year?
1: I can't remember. I was out of the loop, I guess. Shit. It
0: wasn't, it wasn't big in China?
1: I'm certain it was. I just didn't hear anything about it. It was probably on TVs and stuff. Maybe I just didn't go. Maybe I didn't look at any of the TVs.
0: That seems very near impossible to miss. I know,
1: but I did somehow. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it, maybe it was a different time. All right. Anyway, do you have anything else about Scott Pilgrim?
0: Scott Pilgrim is a great series. Everyone should read it. The movie is awesome as well, and the video game yeah. was great.
1: Oh, nice video game. What was what was that one for? Xbox
0: 360 and PS3.
1: Damn. Yeah, gotta. Dust I have those it on things the 360.
0: Off. It was fun. Nice. Like, I was trying to remember the original characters. I, I, I want, I'm certain I'm going to be wrong on this, so everyone tweet us at GiraffesHPTPod and let me know the correct answer. But I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was Scott, Ramona, and then I want to say the other two were Kim and Steven. Because there oh, were two okay. different DLC packs that came out afterwards, and one was Knives Chow. And the other one was a wall, uh uh Wesley Walls or Wallace Walls, sorry. And the mm-hmm. Wallace one was special because that was the one that finally like made it so that it was network play capable cuz originally it was all local play, so you had to be in the same room with your friends playing it like that way. And mm-hmm. The Wallace one was the one that finally made it so you could just play with random like people online.
1: Okay. Milestones.
0: Fuck yeah, groundbreaking shit back in, like, two thousand.
1: That's right. I,
0: I have no idea when.
1: It's probably around then. It was about the time of the 360.
0: Really? I would have thought it was a little bit earlier. Like, maybe 2006, 2009? I don't know.
1: I feel like in 2011 it was still 360. It wasn't quite the next generation time. I think it was still at a couple years out. So, you know, we were well into the 360s lifespan, but not quite over with yet. Hmm. All right. Anyway, do you want to hear a review? You know I do. All right. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. Where's my fucking... Okay, there it is. All right. So I just picked one review here, but this one's two stars. It's volume five slump. Whoa. Yeah. Right. A lot of, that that was kind of the common thing. People were like, oh, it's not as good as the other volumes. I mean, do you agree with that? No. No? All right, well. Let's hear what this guy has to say and see if he has any good points. Scott Pilgrim is definitely a series worthy of anyone's reading list. The stories are fresh, the characters are memorable, and the dialogue is fantastic, leaving your sides hurting for days. Pretty strong compliments there. S-
0: yeah, so far, I agree.
1: Okay. With that said, it's important to note that of all of the volumes out, Volume 5 is the least fantastic. The story is confusing, the character interaction is lacking, and the dialogue isn't as hysterical as in previous volumes. Volume 5 has been highly anticipated, but leaves you going, I've had better. What do you think? Hmm. (laughs) I I don't know. I mean... Least fantastic. Like
0: like I said, I, it's been a while since I've read them all.
1: Yeah. I
0: I don't know as far as like my ranking of most fantastic to least fantastic if this one's going to fall dead last. I'm not sure if I agree with that. Though I would have to reread volumes 2 through 4.
1: I see, I see. Alright, that's not to say it isn't worth picking up a copy, especially if you're a fan. There are some high points to the book, but... It generally leaves you wanting. And that's it.
0: Well, how about you? Were you left like, oh man, I wish there was more? I'm missing out. Like, this wasn't as fulfilling as that first one that I read. Because you've only read this and one.
1: Yeah, I thought that. I think like, I specifically I
0: liked... picked this one because it wasn't as. There, there was more of a difference from this one from the movie compared to like yeah. one one and like two, so that's why I specifically picked this one for you to check out.
1: Yeah, I I i didn't mind it. I thought it was I thought it was entertaining. I I liked it. I mean, I think I liked the first one better, but this one was good. So there we go. Scott Pilgrim volume five. I'm interested in volume six. I'll say that much. So I guess it was yeah, yeah. good. Yeah.
0: We could we could definitely read it.
1: Yeah we should. Alright, so, speaking of characters going away... Whoa. The Walking Dead is back. Yeah, nice transition. The Walking Dead is back, and... Did, you, the did end, you
0: make your new Walking Dead review drop?
1: No, I didn't. I, I just had an idea for it yesterday, but I gotta record it. I didn't have time to do it.
0: Alright, so we should preface this by uh, bringing up the big news story that Denai yeah. Herrera is leaving... <laughs> After this season, she's going to make a couple appearances. It said next season, like, I don't know if it's sporadically or if it's just to like get her killed off, but she'll appear a couple times next season, but she's not returning.
1: Yeah, dude, everyone's leaving. Everyone's everyone's jumping ship. And I don't know what they're going to do with the show, man. Like with all these people leaving Michonne said in this episode, though, you'll have to do it without me. That was a quote from Michonne. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs> so she foreshadowed it.
1: She's foreshadowing it. Yeah.
0: So, wait, but I wonder. I wonder how long out she like planned on not coming back. Then
1: there was a context to it, but I, I I didn't write it down. I forgot. I think they were talking about
0: just whatever specific mission they were on.
1: Yeah, they're they're talking about Lydia or something like that, and like interrogating her. So, well, at the uh, mid-season finale, it, back a couple months ago, when we were talking about it. Jesus was stabbed by the, um, whispers. And apparently that, that stabbing was fatal. Jesus is dead. What? What? Yeah. Are yeah, you fucking seriously. kidding? No, what I'm What the serious. fuck
0: are you showrunners doing to this show? You fucking idiots. <laughs> fuck so, every one of you.
1: Like, I don't know what they're going to do with the show, man. It's, it's really weird. Is it still
0: that weird little,
1: like rat looking guy who runs the show? Rat looking guy. Which I one can't, is that? I
0: can't remember his name. I don't know. I, I, I used to watch that like uh, after show that they had where they yeah. talk about it, but I haven't oh, watched that Chris since I stopped watching Hardwick? the show itself. Not him. I know who he is, but there was a, you oh. would always have one of the showrunners and he was this tiny little rat looking dude.
1: <laughs> I, I guess I never watched that. I didn't really watch that talking dead too often. Oh, uh, maybe he is. I, I have no idea who's running the show.
0: Whoever it is, they're running it into the goddamn ground.
1: Yeah. Like they, they had this romance going on between Jesus and Aaron. And now it's uh, everyone's gone. I, I was, I was, I thought he was just knocked Were they out. Just like,
0: oh yeah, by the way, Jesus died, or d- does he even like have a, a scene or anything?
1: Like the scene was apparently like the mid season finale. Like when he got stabbed and fell to the ground, that was it. But it, it just looked like he just got like stabbed in the torso. He didn't even. It didn't look fatal. It just looked like it hurt, and he had to recover for a little bit. And then I was kind of surprised when they. I didn't even realize that Jesus was dead cuz they're they're walking him they have his body like uh over the horse like you do in Red Dead Redemption when you hogtie someone and throw their body on the back right. of the horse. And so he's just laying on the back of the horse like that. I thought he was just knocked out. And then they get back to the Alexandria and then they they're setting up a funeral for him. They're like, "Oh, Jesus is dead." They got they got him and I'm like, "Oh fuck, what the fuck?" I didn't even realize until halfway into the episode that Jesus had died.
0: What the Fucking fuck? Fucking
1: Christ. I know, dude. This show is a mess. What else did they do here? Uh, we, we, got, we got Judith, who's like six or seven years old at this point. So it's like a small child. Jesus. There's a, <laughs> when
0: was this time jump?
1: It was, it was apparently six years, they, they mentioned again. So In between, that was six like, years uh,
0: just from the last, like, half season? Since Rick. Who is raising her without Carl, then?
1: Michonne. So I don't know what they're going to do when she leaves cuz it's just me shown.
0: oh shit so oh man cuz in the book that uh, we just read the latest uh collected story she finally gets reunited uh, with one of her daughters so
1: yeah shit
0: that's never going to come to play
1: no uh, at at this point they really need to just do their own thing they they got to i think they need to abandon the uh book storylines cuz with everyone leaving and everything you know what are you what are you going to do you can't really follow these stories Without looking kind of stupid.
0: Maggie was leaving the show. Did that already happen? Was that during the mid season finale as well, or is she still on it?
1: She wasn't in this episode, but I don't think she left last season. I think she has yet to actually leave, but she was not in this episode at all. So Negan escapes, like, you know, they leave the cage open. That happened in the comics. So he's, like, leaving, and as he's trying to climb over the wall, Judith is pointing a gun at him, and this gun is basically bigger than her. Because she's a small child, and she's like basically <laughs> she's basically saying all of Carl's lines, so they're kind of retrofitting Carl's lines with Judith and with Carl too. but they're, they're doing who's a lot of Carl weird too. Stuff. The, the dude who's replacing Carl and doing some of his more romantic storyline stuff.
0: Like is this someone's son that we know, or is it just some random kid who happens to live in the city?
1: It was uh, someone who was introduced in the last season. He was living at the kingdom and I I forget his relationship. He was hanging out with, um, fuck, what's her name? Carol for a while. And he's eventually calling Carol mom. So there you go. Hmm. They were playing a lot of, uh, Red Dead Redemption style music, like kind of like old West sort of atmospheric music. And it, that actually works really well in a post apocalypse thing where they're, you know, hanging out with horses a lot.
0: I was hoping you were going to say they were playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption, like they found a power source and they were <laughs> yeah. just plugging in. Found these old ancient video games.
1: That'd be great. I would. I would love that. Oh, they, they were even there's a extra in the background with a horse who was petting the horse too. So that was pretty cool. You got to pet your. That's horses. fine. I mean, that
0: would be awesome. Yeah, you got to pet the horse if you want its stamina to build you, up. You yeah. have to do that. That's how you. That's how you train its stamina to like increase. Yeah, you and brush it,
1: you pet it, yeah. Uh, let's see, so Negan escapes, though, and he's doing all this, you know, he's just walking around, he's trying to go back to his old hangout, um, his old compound, which is just totally deserted and everything, but he's uh, he stops at a clothing store to, like, go leather jacket shopping, so he gets a new leather jacket and puts it on and shit,
0: Ooh. and while he's in
1: this, yeah, <laughs> and while he's in this clothing shopping store... Montage. They had the, uh, you know, him trying on different clothes and, you know, coming out of the dressing room. They, they put room. some
0: super upbeat, like, uh, put, I'm like too sexy for my super shirt. pop song.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm too sexy. As,
0: he, as he's just popping out, like, in front of, like, three dead walkers that he's, like, chained <laughs> up and, like, half killed.
1: And they're this like, they're shaking their head, you know. Yeah, yes or no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Fuck yes. Now, I think that is one back. I'm back into the show now.
1: Okay, so now this is going to lose you. When he's in this clothing store, he is attacked by stray dogs. <laughs> a pack of stray dogs.
0: <laughs> no way. I'm, I'm back yeah. in. I love stray dogs.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, so he's running away from these stray dogs and he gets, he ends up in this hallway with a dog coming to him while he's trying to bust the exit door down, bust the exit door down. There's a zombie standing there. So he throws the zombie at the dog. Whoa, whoa. There are the the zombies
0: dog. in this show. It's a walker.
1: Sorry, a walker. Or well, whatever. Yeah, he throws the walker at the, at the dog to escape. So there you go. That's what, that's what Negan's doing. He eventually decides, like, oh, I'm going to go back because there's nothing out here. Um, so he, he went back to the Alexandria. Hmm. Yeah. Carl, too, is uh, talking to Lydia and they're starting their romantic thing. And nobody could possibly care because nobody gives a shit about Carl, too.
0: Fuck Carl, too.
1: I don't even remember his name. It's fucked. It's it's really dumb. It's it's they just presented it in a way like, oh, you know this character now he's growing so much and blah blah blah. It's like no, I don't know this fucking character. Nobody knows this fucking character.
0: Even if this I knew I him, I wouldn't give a fuck about him because he's not yeah. Carl. You idiots killed him off. Yeah,
1: it's like you, no, you you spent eight seasons growing the other guy, not this fucking guy. Who the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> this is the one that didn't want out of his contract and stayed with our show.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Daryl really likes noisy things in the zombie apocalypse, Who like his Who his, his motorcycle. You know, he's driving that motorcycle all the time. But now he has a dog that barks loudly and constantly when it sees uh, walkers. And I feel like that's kind of, you know, counterintuitive.
0: I mean, unless it's like a guard dog.
1: Well, I guess, but I feel like it's making too much noise. If it sees a herd, it doesn't matter. If it's a guard dog, it's just gonna fucking... If there's too many of them, there's too many of them.
0: Well, no, but I, I'm saying if it's a guard dog, you keep it at whatever his home base is, wherever he's living, on, like, the inside of the wall. Oh, or the no, he's, he's, the taking he's taking it out with
1: them. He's taking it out with them.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be taking it for, like, e- extended, like, recon missions.
1: He's, like, taking the dog out on his motorcycle and making motorcycle noises and dog barking... Uh, He's playing these crashing cymbals and shit. Very noisy. He's a noisy guy. I don't know why he bothers with the fucking crossbow. Just get a a fucking bazooka with the amount of noise you're making.
0: At this point in time, I feel like his preferred (laughs) weapon should be like uh, fireworks or something. Like just throwing firecrackers, something noisy as fucking ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it should be. Uh, They just turned it into a comedy. (laughs) This is so stupid. (laughs) <laughs> so that's that's the walking dead. I'm I'm glad it's back. I like talking about it. I think it's fun to shit all over it. Cool. Yeah. I'll I'll try to make a drop. Eh, fuck. Maybe this week. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about?
0: Um Did you did you watch all of uh justified when it was on or do you quit?
1: I I did watch all of it. That was a great show. I should watch it all again.
0: Yeah, it was fucking awesome. I I realized uh-huh. I was just gonna say I realized like the second time around, my uh favorite character, it's a toss-up between Dewey Crow or Mikey, mm-hmm. uh, when Duffy is like second or third, his last bodyguard, just because mm-hmm. they're like the shitty, dumb, like comic relief characters throughout that show. I realize yeah. I-, I like them a hell of a lot more than I do Raylan Givens or Boyd Crowder.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I I'll, I'll have to watch it again because I Boyd Crowder and uh what is it? What's the other guy, Raylan Givens?
0: Yeah, Raylan.
1: Both of those guys are very memorable, and those are the only two things I remember from that show. I mean, and they were yeah, awesome. Yeah,
0: they they are the two main guys, but yeah, I really like the comic relief idiot okay. characters more. I think.
1: I see. Yeah, I should go. I should go back to that show. That show was really great when it was on. Do you know you you know Michael Rapaport right?
0: Yeah, he was on it too.
1: Yeah. Do you know you know he has a podcast where he rants and raves about like sports and shit it's it's funny man
0: i've never listened to it but when lebron james was still in cleveland Uh like anytime on twitter that i would see him because i do follow him on twitter but all it is is just him constantly shitting all over lebron james
1: (laughs) dude he's he's so funny on that podcast i i just i've just listened to a couple episodes to hear what it was because apparently it's the lowest rated podcast on itunes uh because of some Wait, sort what of do you mean lowest beef. Rated?
0: like just like people like constantly giving him shitty reviews
1: yeah exactly yeah like the as far as star ratings go he has the lowest amount because of some kind of beef that started i, I don't know the whole story so i tried out a few episodes and then he's funny just like he's just constantly talking and then ranting and raving about everything he was talking about how he posted a cat video on facebook and just like shouting like a maniac about how Facebook took it down because it was it could be offensive to the cat, and he's like, "What I made that Who cat a star." Here, he the cat's feelings. Yeah, I know. That's what he was saying. Like, I didn't hurt the cat's feeling. I made it a star. Don't take down my cat video. <laughs> he's like screaming about it into the microphone. <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. <laughs> I, I recommend that podcast. So yeah, I, I should watch that show again. That was a great show.
0: Yeah, he was the, like I, I couldn't remember. I remember. During season five is when Dewey Crow's family from Florida comes up to Kentucky, and I remember the female who played his uh, female cousin Wendy was Alicia Witt. I, she was the only like big guest star that I could remember. I knew his uh, main, the main leader of that group. I knew that that was someone sort of famous as well, but I totally forgot that it was Michael fucking Rappaport that played him. So if if you're a fan of Michael Rappaport, you should definitely yeah. rewatch the show. Then
1: <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I'll I'll check it out again. Did you watch that Super Bowl?
0: I did not. I don't watch okay. pro NFL football.
1: That that was the only one that I would ever watch. I think the last time I watched it was a couple years ago, where they were like everybody was trying to cheat the most, and like who can deflate the ball more than the other team would be like the winner. It was fucking great, and they almost got into fist fight the the two teams. That must have been like twenty. That had to be like three or four years ago. But that one was a really good one. Uh, this one apparently was very—it was the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever, which is hilarious. But they had memes on the internet because the Patriots won. Like I, like I said last week. Uh, so there's memes on the internet. You you did call that? I did. I did. Uh, We actually, you know, a little peeling back the curtain here. We recorded that before the Super Bowl because I had to record early. So that we did not do. That is a
0: lie. That's an absolute (laughs) lie. He knew ahead of time that the Patriots had won. Cause he lives so far into the future in China.
1: That's true. Yeah, I do. But they have memes on the internet of Tom Brady with the Infinity Gauntlet and putting Super Bowl rings in there. I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> he has six of them now. <laughs> and also on on a lot of places they're talking about Tom Brady kissing his son on the mouth again. So did he like kiss his what? son on the mouth on TV? I
0: don't know. Did he? Why?
1: He, there there was a video of him like. Uh, I don't know why, but don't what kiss do you your son in the band? mouth. <laughs> how
0: many times has he done this?
1: <laughs> I, th- I remember them talking about it a couple years ago, or uh, I don't know if it was years, maybe months. But he on TV, just had, or on YouTube or something, he's just like, hey, come here, give me a kiss. And it's just like on the mouth, and it's creepy and weird. Um, So I was wondering if he did that again on after the Super well, wait, Bowl or wait, something. how, how old is son? It.
0: Is it like a four-year-old it's kid? It's a child.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's oh, like four well, or right, that's seven. Not weird. It is weird. Would you kiss a kid on the mouth? Your kid no, on the mouth? No, I
0: don't have a son, so no, I cannot answer that. Because <laughs> if I was to kiss a kid on the mouth, that is fucking weird. And that is inappropriate as fuck. <laughs> but yes, I would absolutely do that to little boys. No.
1: Well, shit. No. <laughs> Call the police. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know why people on like various podcasts and shit are talking about... Tom Brady kissing their son in the mouth again.
0: I mean, if he's a little kid, that's not
1: I think it's creepy.
0: As gross as people are trying to make it out to be. If he's like a 12 to like, if his age is in double digits, then it's fucking creepy as all hell.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like you can't kiss kids on the mouth even if it's your own kid, especially not on video. Don't post that shit on the internet.
0: I'm certain he did not do that.
1: Yeah, I, I can't remember the situation. No, I, I'm this saying I'm he did
0: not post it and videotape it himself, is what I'm saying. If it was like right after the Super Bowl, there's a thousand fucking shitty uh like reporters there and it was them who did it.
1: Well yeah. And plus
0: he's Tom Goddamn motherfucking Brady. So he gets like nonstop paparazzi every second of every day, I'm sure. So I don't think he has ever had to like record his own home movies at any point in his fucking life. Like, it's the shitty, like, paparazzi or TMZ-type people that do it for him. Like, he doesn't have to record any memory ever.
1: <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I don't know why people are talking about it a lot, because I've, I've heard about it, like, three or four times since the Super Bowl, about Tom Brady kissing his kid on the mouth. So, I was just wondering if... You have heard that, too. Maybe I'm the only one.
0: But it was... So it was, like, right after, like, on the field? That's what they're talking about?
1: I, I don't know. That's why That's why I brought it up. As, but I guess you didn't watch it either.
0: No, I, I don't know.
1: So that's what happened at the Super Bowl. That's our Super Bowl report. Sports talk.
0: <laughs> sports rap.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Dave and Donnie.
1: That's right. We'll, we'll be rivaling Michael Rappaport soon. Oh, I wonder if yeah. he's talking about Tom Brady kissing his son in the mouth. I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll through his podcast thing again here, see what he has to say about it.
0: Way more importantly than that bullshit, mm-hmm. it's almost it's like less. I, I think baseball is less than 50 days away from starting, or spring training is less than 50 days away now. Oh, and nice. The two biggest free agents are still available. So where the fuck are they gonna sign, huh? Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. Fucking right, Indians. <laughs> Absolutely, either of them will go there.
1: Yeah. Who's going to win the World Series this year, then? Cleveland. Just like every year.
0: Fuck yeah, that's always my prediction.
1: Yeah. One of these days. One of these days you'll be right.
0: God, I hope. One of
1: these years, yeah.
0: Anyway, if you want to get into some sports talk with us, hit us up on the Twitter at pod. Or on Facebook.
1: Yeah. Giraffes HBT pod. Oh, yeah. I, I just, and I posted on there recently about that, uh, how they don't have Shaggy is not going to be in Mortal Kombat 11. Have you heard about that?
0: I have never heard that stupid rumor. I don't know why anyone would have thought <laughs> that, but I did see you post that.
1: Yeah. So it's very disappointing that Shaggy from Scooby Doo will not be in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> have you and seen the Shaggy? Why were people meme? pretending
0: that was a possibility? <laughs>
1: You know, I'm glad you asked because right before this podcast I looked it up to figure out why people were talking about that. Um apparently, you know, you remember that live action Scooby Doo, right? Yeah,
0: Matt from Lillard. Like many years ago. Yeah, yeah, Matt Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not from many um, I I think they still make those every once in a while. Oh,
1: really? <laughs> I think okay. it's more sort
0: of like a direct uh, like DVD or whatever type of deal.
1: Well, anyway, I I you know, I saw that Mortal Kombat article and I looked this up, but Apparently somebody just made a meme where uh, they just changed the subtitles of an interview with Matt Lillard how he said he doesn't remember making the uh movie and he just when he put on the costume he would just channel Shaggy's spirit and everything and he said he became like God or something and he hopes to become like 100% <laughs> Shaggy by the end of filming and like just all this over the top ridiculous shit and then uh somebody tweeted it at him like hey Matt Lillard is this true is this accurate and he just replied back, this is wrong, which just made everybody make ridiculous Shaggy memes like Ultra Instinct Shaggy and uh, Shaggy's fighting Thanos. And Shaggy's just saying, uh, impressive, you made me use 10% of my power and like shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> <And it's> like... <laughs> <laughs> so that's why people kept tweeting to uh, Ed Boon or whatever to put him in Mortal Kombat 11. And that's where that story came from.
0: <laughs> Wait, so people wanted the character of Shaggy, or they wanted Matt Lillard as, like, the live-action Shaggy?
1: No, they were just tweeting a meme at Ed Boon for fucking whatever reason. Or a NetherRealm Studio, one of those things. And they had to confirm, like, no, Shaggy won't be in this game, and it's a dead meme. Bummer. I know, right?
0: I just want actor matt lillard to be in it
1: that would be great I yeah. be
0: as his slc punk character
1: slc punk I, I, I don't know that one.
0: Oh man it's a great movie
1: well maybe i'll check it out if uh shaggy isn't it uh you you should read about memes if you go to like that know your meme website it's fucking great man they just like tell you the whole history about why this is a meme and then <laughs> really and then they show you like some of the original memes and they're funny as fuck i looked up big chungus and stuff too that was pretty funny and how somebody made a big chungus on a ps4 box and then someone's grandmother came in with a picture of big chungus on a ps4 box to gamestop and asking for this game for his grandson (laughs) do you know big chungus no it's a big fat Bugs Bunny. Memes. It's Oh, dude. It, it, I, I can't stop now. I'm addicted to following memes. It's pretty bad. But it's a big fat Wait, Bugs Bunny. What do you Bunny. mean it's a
0: big fat big... Like it's just somebody's pet rabbit? Or it's like someone animated Bugs Bunny and made him fat?
1: I'm glad you asked because I, I went to knowyourmeme.com and looked up this thing this morning. It was from a 1941 cartoon of Bugs Bunny uh, where Elmer Fudd... Who was much fatter back in that time uh, was looking for Bugs Bunny in a hole. Then he like walks away. Bugs Bunny comes out of the hole and just makes himself fat in the shape of Elmer Fudd, (laughs) and just like looks at the camera just to like mock him. He just makes himself fat, and then somebody just posted this online, uh, calling it Big Chungus, and on 4chan I think. But yeah, it's entertaining as fuck check out big chungus so oh, maybe if i have one i can send it yeah i made one cuz my my brother told me about big chungus and i made this to send to him this is me presenting big chungus did you get it yeah
0: it's like your car but it's bugs bunny
1: yeah but you know the the original meme was a uh... oh wait hold on maybe i have one more actually <laughs> wait this one this one's good i think this one will convince you Hold on one second. Oh yeah, this one. Hmm.
0: (laughs) Why, if you're making a fat rabbit, or a fat bug's bunny, why do you call him Chungus and not Bugs?
1: (laughs) I don't know, somebody just called it Big Chungus.
0: That doesn't make sense, it's clearly Bugs Bunny. (laughs) Like, they didn't even, like, make him a different, like type of bunny
1: it apparently came from a video game journalist who would just use the term chungus to mean like various things in his writing and for some reason people just adopted that into this name i think it's just like a funny name but anyway that that meme is a ps4 game with big chungus on it and it says detroit become chungus which i think is clever as fuck that's a good meme is it though it is it is oh cool <laughs> You're not into the memes?
0: Not of Bugs Bunny with a new name. I don't understand why you renamed Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is a fucking institution. You can't just rename it. You can, I don't understand. and you did. That's stupid.
1: Alright, anyway, moving on here.
0: That's dumber than mouth-kissing Tom Brady's son after winning a Super <laughs> well, Bowl.
1: <laughs> I'm not mouth-kissing Tom Brady's son. He's mouth-kissing his son.
0: I... Well yeah, but I don't understand how that's a thing either. If it's right after a Super Bowl or winning some kind of sports championship, which takes fucking a lifetime of preparation and preparedness for, I don't understand how that's a big news thing either.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just heard about it a lot. Alright, well, speaking of news, what do you want to read next week?
0: Uh we I don't remember which one did you say you wanted uh, oh, we're going Old Man Hawkeye, right? That's what you wanted.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Man Hawkeye. Okay, that's that's right.
0: Hang, hang on. Let me uh set everything down for a second. I'll actually read to see if there's like a subtitle of it. Give me a second. Okay. Fuck yes, there is, and it's called an eye for an eye. And god damn it, this looks like the fucking movie Logan. <laughs> like, god <laughs> damn it. So he looks full blown like it's supposed to be like long. Old gray man hair but it looks more like uh long oliver queen like it's basically just a shitty knockoff of green arrow now but there's like three guys on the bottom and there's a car and it looks so fucking similar to um the old man or the logan book with like that those shitty uh, reaver characters that they made for it but actually oh wait now that i look a little bit closer it looks like they're wearing like x on their belts it might actually be old man logan forge and then the other two are just shadow characters but there's like a shitty old like mad max car on there as well
1: <laughs> God oh, fuck. Damn it. Okay. what are
0: you doing to the characters i love you fuckers <laughs> I hate sounds Marvel. awesome you're the worst company ever
1: all right i'm excited for this this is going to be like so the big old man Marvel. hawkeye
0: eye for an eye
1: eye for an eye is such a good subtitle too that was worth it that was worth checking
0: yeah, it was. I, I am actually happier that I looked at the uh, cover <laughs> and saw how ridiculous it looks.
1: Yeah, this is, this is going to be good. I'm excited for this one. Okay, so I'm kind of, uh, I want to get your opinion about something, because I, I, I have a couple of choices here. DC put on Twitter, I think, uh, yesterday uh, they tweeted about the Furies. Have you heard about this? No. So, okay, DC put out a tweet. The, the, f- and Furies is one letter away from furries, so I'm probably going to just say furries a lot.
0: <laughs> Fuck yes. DC's the fury furries.
1: The furries, yeah. So the furries are the most elite fighting force on Apaco lips, like, uh, like lips, like on your face. And, and they deserve respect. But it says, what's your take on female, female furies? number one? So apparently this is a new comic book that came out and everybody on Twitter is saying that it's it's trash. Like this one person says, this is some of the worst DC writing for years. Avoid like the plague. And uh, they went full on political. They turned Darkseid into Harvey Weinstein, which is, what the <laughs> fuck is this?
0: All right. So Darkseid, Darkseid is from Apocalypse. He's basically their version of Thanos, sort of. I mean he's not yeah, really yeah. like the same set as Thanos, but he's their like epic demigod character.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know who he is, but they turned him into Harvey Weinstein, which is uh-oh. This one, they've developed the anti-sales equation. <laughs> it, was trash, <laughs> <as> in, <laughs> it was trash as in it was trash as an SJW Marvel level trash. Won't continue with it. So this is a SJW Marvel trash.
0: S- Holy shit! W what social, is just-
1: social justice oh, warrior. Okay, okay. You, you got to get on these like funny meme things. It pretty trash DC. I thought you <laughs> people. <laughs> I thought you people kept a tighter leash on your characters and mythos. Guess not anymore. Um, so this tweet I think is weird because DC S- does not keep a very tight leash at all. Like, have you seen so- Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice? What the fuck? There's no leash so, uh- on that.
0: I'm liking the tweet reviews a thousand times more than the uh, Amazon <laughs> book reviews we get.
1: <laughs> I know Holy someone shit. else just put a GIF of uh, somebody saying "trash." That's another one. And yeah, that was pretty much it here. So it's just all this so, like negative wait, so, reviews. So
0: it's it's a one-off series, or no, it's not a one-off. But I mean, like, there's only been one issue so far that's been released, and people are reviewing yes. that.
1: Yes. Okay. And. I wanna, I wanna read that. So, so, you're picking just one issue. So that's what I'm not sure if we should do. Should I do one issue or do we'll also do a volume?
0: Read, if it's on that resource oh. center that we use for all of these or for most of these, we'll definitely read that one issue. But if yeah. you want to pick an actual like story as well, I'm fine. I can pick that. a story as
1: well. So okay. okay. We're gonna read that too. Uh, just the one issue because you know it's in the news. I feel like it's current and. Let's, let's check it out. It's funny. Uh, read,
0: read it Sounds to hilarious. me again. Uh, it's Furies.
1: Female Furies. Um, it is on there, by the way. I already checked. But you should probably buy it from your local comic book store and not go to readcomiconline.to and read it for free. That would be bad to do at readcomiconline.to. Yeah. Support
0: your local comic shops,
1: support your Yeah, support them.
0: Pre-order issue two from there.
1: Yeah, exactly. I do have another one that I want to read. Another one that I think will be pretty good here. Space Ghost 2016 comic. <laughs> Fuck awesome.
0: Yeah. Holy Space shit. Space
1: Ghost, dude. Yeah. they—they they, It's kind of like the uh, Flintstones treatment and like a serious take on Space Ghost. So I really want to read that one because I love Space Ghost Coast to Coast.
0: Yeah, but if, if this is like the uh, Hanna-Barbera like, relaunch thing that they did... Yeah. It is. This is going to be the old Space Ghost, you realize. You're aware of
1: that. I know, it's not going or to be the funny Space Ghost. Or say space it's going coast? to be
0: like Coast to Coast?
1: No, no. this is about a, what did they say here? They said, a young policeman joins an elite space force that turns out to be horribly corrupt. <laughs> with his. <laughs> so, I'll just read that one sentence, I don't want to read the whole thing. But yeah, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a serious Space Ghost story. I'm excited. Awesome,
0: I'm in. It's called Space Ghost twenty sixteen.
1: Yeah, it's it's just called Space Ghost, but it's from twenty sixteen. Oh, from twenty
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's
1: that's how you that's how you know it's the right one. Awesome. So then next week we're reading Old Man Hawkeye, I for an eye. <laughs> we're reading Female Furries number one. And we're gonna read Space Ghost from twenty sixteen. It's gonna be I am excited for that one.
0: It's gonna be a hell of a, a week yeah. of awesome reading.
1: I know. I'm, I'm very excited for this. Damn, this is a long episode. I, maybe, maybe I talked about Big Chungus too much.
0: <laughs> we, we dove down that Big Chungus rabbit yeah. hole, which is actually more like a... Uh,
1: well, it is a rabbit hole. It's a uh, literal rabbit hole. hole. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know. I think it's got to be like a sinkhole for Big Chungus to fit.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. All right, anyway, follow me on the internet at D. Lewandowski.
0: I'm on the internet at Stu the god. We are on the internet at giraffes hbt pod. And uh, tweet us your Super Bowl mouth kiss reactions and shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want, yeah. Any, tweet, us, books... tweet us your favorite memes. Your favorite shaggy yeah, memes. Big chungus of, memes. Uh,
0: chungus, shaggy, mortal Kombat Tom Brady memes.
1: memes. All of it. Mouth kissing yeah.
0: your son memes or thoughts. Yeah. Are you going to mouth kiss your son? <laughs> Good night tonight. Let us know. What the fuck?
1: yeah tell us all of it yeah all right thanks like, daniel share, burbank
0: um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> review five stars you know you know how to do
1: yeah you all that routine shit.
0: by now god damn it yeah cut and paste that shit donnie
1: i will it'll kirkman be copy pasted on the yeah I'll, I'll robert kirkman it to the bottom of the description
0: perfect goodbye
1: see you next week next time church.